0: Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show, with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Chad Niddle.
1: Hey, welcome to another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. This is Bark, to my left is arms. Good morning. And to my right is not Niddle, it's Lambert. Hey. 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 Niddle's out with an unknown sickness related to foreplay. Or work. I'll work. Work. Oh, yeah. same okay. Same All right. Niddle's out for a work-related illness, but we had an uh, interesting week seven where the Browns, again, could not close it out in overtime. Swear so to God, I
2: thought they were tying again.
1: Yeah, It, it looked that way.
3: I'm sure they wish they would have.
2: Four times this year, I believe, they've went into overtime. Four times. Yep. <clears throat> just can't get it done. This is just insanity to me. Like It's like, oh, man. It, the, the amazing thing is they are... Apparently very competitive. I mean it doesn't matter who they're playing with. It's they're not really getting just smacked off the page around from anybody, but they're they're going into overtime with everybody. everybody. Still and still losing, you know, more often than not. But
1: Man, it's, it's still it, encouraging.
2: It is encouraging because, you know, in last year they played a lot of close games, but they weren't going to overtime and losing. They were just losing. <laughs> you know, they may be around hanging around in the fourth quarter, but
1: they're still out. They went from being absolutely terrible to being Miami Dolphins level
3: bad. So still absolutely terrible. Well, maybe that was a terrible example. They
2: went from atrocious to bad.
3: Yeah, that's a step yeah, up though, at least. They're no
2: longer historically bad.
3: No. That's true.
2: They're just historically well below average.
3: <laughs> yes. But I, but Hughes seat's cooling down too. It is. But
1: it's coming. Like the wins are coming. I'm not going to say multiple, as in more than two, but the wins are coming. I th- they got to finish with at least four. I just I can't see them finishing with less than four wins, which is a huge victory. It, it's parade worthy. I mean, if they just paced out the rest of the season to what they're doing,
2: they'd barely have four wins.
1: <laughs> I mean, probably
3: four ties.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of time in the season though. Too a four loss team, you know. You still have the option of going 11, 4, and 1. I really wanted to see, like, every time they go
2: into overtime, i like, give us another tie. No doubt. Give us an- a tie's a win. A tie's I would a-
1: love to see somebody sneak into the playoffs because they have six ties.
2: <laughs> oh, wouldn't it be great?
1: But yeah, so the Browns, that, we kind of typically lead the show off with that just to see what they're doing, just to see what's going on. Uh, but we'll jump right into fantasy land. Patrick Mahomes, your top quarterback again. Not that he's done it every single week, but he's done it more weeks than not. Uh, Patrick Mahomes throwing up four touchdowns back to his multi touchdown ways against the Houday Cats. I'm just gonna go ahead and say he's pretty good, pretty good. I mean,
2: hard hitting analogy or er, analysis right there, analogy. Um, Anomaly. But he's, you said he's not. Not that he does it every week. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much, pretty much does. I meant number better, one. I was going to say, against the Jaguars, he had 21 points. Not, not good The lowest for by 10 points all season. The lowest point total he's had.
3: Yeah, kid's wow. good.
2: He is good. 22 touchdowns through the first seven games.
3: Is it ever going to come to, like, where it's not just easy for him? Uh, you know,
2: honestly... I, it's so enjoyable to watch. I kind of hope not. Right. I kind of hope not too.
3: I hope he. Well, like, and I mean, they've they've kind of set out rules to protect quarterbacks and add as much scoring as possible. So, the way he throws, the way he plays, it's just I don't I don't see him regressing. It, no, I
1: don't either. And it seems like they did that right before he gets a starting job. Like, oh, they traded Alex Smith. Let's go change some rules, <laughs> uh, free up Tyreek the Freak, and uh, make sure Patty Eyes can hit him in stride. Cornerbacks not allowed to touch receivers at all. You know what? Just <laughs> you're welcome, tie Maddie. both your hands behind your back.
2: Um put a, a like a shackle on one leg with a, a ball and chain and all right, now all right, now it's even. Now now it's even. And don't target anybody.
3: Yeah.
1: Right. You cornerbacks, you're just too speedy. We we gotta do something
2: about Those that. These
3: receivers are so bad. defenseless. Yeah, poor yeah. little
1: guys. <laughs> poor <laughs> poor six foot six high pointing guys. Like you just <laughs> You need some help to get these five, ten people off your back. It's like mosquitoes chasing you. We don't like it. But mosquitoes are absolutely horrible to deal with, it. They're, they're annoying. Very, very annoying, very very pestery. And they'll knock shit out of your hands if they're big enough. Are you carrying carrying a can of pop down the street? A mosquito come right by and knock it out, fumble. Where in God's name are what you mosquitoes seeing mosquitoes what are you dealing with? You've never been to Florida? yes yeah. i've just
2: never seen a mosquito like that
1: that's where the mothman prophecies came from okay yeah, they fly up to point pleasant west virginia and they knock your drink out of your hand and they go
3: back to florida
2: yeah that's totally how that happened That's exactly how it they happened. took out a bridge on the way
1: they took yeah that
2: accident. Was sort of a... totally accident
3: look like an aluminum can oh gotcha.
1: oh gotcha i see what you did there. smack bridge get out of here <laughs> but yeah the top 10 uh, top 10 fantasy quarterbacks for this week looks like the top 10 fantasy quarterbacks in a draft you know either this year or one year past yeah andrew luck's in there but i mean it's big names
2: mahomes so flacco yeah i was gonna say joe flacco's in there though and dak prescott's and, in there james so... wait 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 never mind i had it sorted by yards i
1: apologize i'm like what when... well that's okay because i had it sorted weeks one through seven so there it's not all the <laughs> biggest things Fl- still in
2: there at nine and i'm not picking him up in that range
1: no but mahomes mitchell trubisky's kind of on a tear it, it, can we say that Mitchell Trubisky is uh, a good quarterback for fantasy purposes now? So since
2: week uh, four, he had the buy-in there. Um, he had 354 yards and uh, six touchdowns, um, 316 yards and three touchdowns, and 333 yards and um, and two touchdowns. So he's had 11 touchdowns and 1,000 yards. I, See, I,
3: seems to be benefiting Gabriel. Uh, Trey Burton had a big game yesterday.
2: Yeah. I mean it he's finding the open guy he's no, he's not force feeding it it's not a you know Allen Robinson or bust situation like right. a lot of people thought it would be. Yep. Um, and speaking of Trey Burton, Trey Burton is very quietly putting together an absolute monstrosity of a season five straight weeks nine and a half uh, fantasy points or more and he's got four touchdowns in that time frame.
1: Yeah, that that's and that's the tight end in landscape. End. Yep. Exactly. And we he, talk about that all the time. He looked
2: rough. I mean, week one, two and a half points. You know, I think I'd had him as, as a must start, and everyone's like, Trey Burton, like, dude, he's going to be fine. He is fine. Just week one was a really bad right. one for him. We took hey, a while. Kevin White efforts. even caught a pass yesterday. Two, he did at passes.
1: the very end. Of, oh, did he catch two? two? Yeah, he caught two. Oh, the one he fell at the one yard line. Did he line. break anything when he did it? What did he fall at the one yard line and then get tackled at well, the one yard no, line? He okay. got tackled at the one. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He f- he got tackled and fell at the one. This is the first. I, I saw this game, but I'm. I just want to make sure. Did he go down?
2: He got tackled at the one. Walked did he away hit from the, it.
1: Did he hit the ground? Yes, he's hurt. <laughs> he so, something he'll, wrong. actually. He'll he'll be no on the injury. Report. No,
2: they stopped his forward progress. Like he, he, actually didn't hit the ground, so he may not be hurt.
1: Did they tackle him hard?
2: No, no. It was he just. He might a, be okay. It was a gang Remember tackle. He's
3: a poor, defenseless receiver.
2: Yeah. speaking of six foot five six foot six months <laughs> that,
3: that poor defense just stop him
2: i mean that's this is the first, push him i believe the first two uh
1: targets of kevin white's season yeah which yeah, is yeah, pathetic. That, he hasn't gotten any he he's you know if he's healthy i don't know why you don't give him a shot unless you're just trying to protect him from getting hurt
3: why pay him trade bait hey he caught maybe, his first two maybe, passes. He's
1: a, maybe he's a nice guy whatever <laughs> maybe he's an extremely nice fella
2: i'm a nice fellow. pay me a couple million dollars a year to run some routes and sit on the bench
1: but listen trubisky also like something i didn't foresee out of trubisky it looks like he's going for the league rushing title yeah. he's actually ran for 245 <laughs> yards he's watch uh, out, cam newton yeah watch out cam mitch is in the house
3: he'll start showing the s on his chest
1: that's right you know, I, d- I definitely didn't see, uh, didn't know that part was in his game. I did not either. And oddly enough, he finished right beside Cam, then uh, breaking down the rest of the top ten. Andrew Luck putting together a good season. Tom Brady putting together a good season. Well, Luck's putting together we're...
3: a good fantasy season. Yeah, he is. It put... doesn't like the yeah, Colts yeah. are putting a good season I together. probably
1: should have phrased that different because the Colts are, what? Their record's bad. They're bad,
2: okay? The Colts are not a good team right now.
1: Which is odd because now they've got Marlon Mack, who apparently has decided he's going to take that job and run with it. I bet you've got studs fantasy-wise in Ebron, Mack the past two weeks, Darius Leonard, Andrew Luck. Like, the team's full of fantasy assets, but they can't win NFL football games. I think it's
3: that defense.
1: Yeah, Darius Leonard is pretty much the only thing. Uh, good about the defense, maybe a little hooker, but kind of on
2: the same uh, mold as like the the Browns, not quite as competitive, but they're in games. I mean, they lose to the Bengals, you know, it's an eleven point game. That's they're within reach, right? Right. Lose to the or excuse me, they beat the Redskins, lose to the Eagles, but it's a four point game. That's a defending Super Bowl champion. Right. Uh, Texans, it was a three point game. Patriots, you know, it was up to a fourteen point game. So that's two possessions, but the Jets. That's you know, it's eight-point loss. And then, um, of course, they win the bill, win
1: against the Bills, but it's also uh, I
2: think they're Division
1: two now. They're very Browns-like. <laughs> the Colts are very Browns-like. Yeah, they they could pull it off, but, you know, most likely they're not going to. The one beautiful thing about the Colts is they do have the offensive firepower to
2: actually get, get it done. They've already got their quarterback. They know they have their quarterback in place, and there's no quote-unquote experiment going on. There's no one you know, trying to push him for the job and no controversies. They're, he's a stud. Andrew Luck is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He looks like everything that he was anticipated to be whenever he was drafted.
1: Going that far back, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we made a mistake drafting Andrew Luck. Yeah, but I mean... Here's, Dude, dude's almost 30. I understand that, but
2: what I'm getting at is he's... He's well established in his role. They he need to is support what him. They thought he was exactly, and even coming back with the, through the injury, he's back to Andrew Luck. Right. You know, I. Hey, by all means, you know a lot of people are like, "Well, you got to draft quarterback. He's he, he's hurt. He may never play again. You got to draft quarterback." Like, yeah, we're just going to roll with Jacoby Brissett for a year. See how that turns out. Was it terrible?
1: It, it wasn't. It was no worse record-wise than what they are now. That maybe Jacoby Brissett's a trade target for the Jags, who benched uh, Blake Bortles yesterday <laughs> for Cody Kessler. His name Cody, is a Corey? Cody. Co- Cody. Get him confused like the Cody Corey in our league. I, I can never, you know. Sometimes we Cody's have a Corey in our league. In our league? No, it's Cody. Cody. Oh, okay, it's Cody. But sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, Corey. <laughs> That's or, awesome. Maybe it's because I live down by the quarry. Something like that. Something like that. But so, Carson Wentz had a good week, uh, a good game. Jameis Winston. You ever you ever uh, have a hard time just looking at Jameis Winston? He's got like this face that you just don't want to look at. I know I'm taking it uh, like a hard left turn, but like every time I watch Jameis Winston play, like he just always looks constipated. He's got a strange look on his face like 99% of the time. I've i never noticed that, actually. Go back and watch, and just look at Jameis Winston's face. Should I, should I Google Jameis Winston constipated face? You, I don't think you have to Google constipated face. Just Google Jameis Winston. Do it right now. Google Jameis Winston and look at his face and tell me that he doesn't look just purely constipated in every single picture. Because he does, man. Jameis Winston... <laughs> Maybe that's why he's able to throw the ball down. I don't know.
2: Almost every picture on Google Images, it looks like they just lost. (laughs) Exactly. Every picture of him is
1: like, disappointment. But, I mean, it also could be like toilet face, right? Like, (laughs) everyone I'm looking at right now is toilet face. Like, Like, how bad have you struggled in your career
2: to have every single image on Google Images be like, (laughs) <laughs> I cannot believe they made that field goal.
1: <laughs> that is every single picture is just disappointment. Every single one of them. Like it's
3: even when he's throwing, he looks disappointed. It's like, he's like mid throw in this one, he just looks like constipated. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, he every picture looks like he's watching Fitzmagic run away with his job. Like every single one of them. But he, James Winston has been fantasy relevant since he's came back. Wouldn't exactly call his play great. Uh, it's decent. I mean, I think he's he's definitely put he got to rest. Some weapons. Yeah, he's got some weapons. Well, he has
3: to do it because they don't have a run game.
1: Yeah, that's very true. Peyton Barber did nothing. I think he ran for thirty yards this week, and he was my only option in one league. So a little sad about that. But
3: the good news is, is Rojo's not taking that job.
1: Rojo is not taking that job. But you still won't trade him, will you? No. No.
3: He's got <laughs> to have faith.
1: Get too much invested in this guy. Like I get that. I I, I get that. Just the ridiculous part about
2: it is whenever you put up, you know, twenty six points, and the quarterback has none in the air, not a single quarterback. Or, excuse me, touchdown there. Yeah, he chips in one on the ground, fifty five yards rushing. But Ronald Jones, you know, on his six carries, ends up with you know getting a touchdown. In the end, yeah, getting in the end zone and Deshaun Jackson, wide receiver, rushing touchdown. I mean, come on. Yeah, I don't think he's caught a ball
1: till the end of the game.
2: You're expecting yeah. Jameis, if anything's going to happen, you're expecting Jameis Winston to, you know, especially if they're going to win the game, you're expecting him to put it in the end
1: zone a few times. Right. So. Yeah, Deshaun, uh, Deshaun owners should have sold after the first handful of games. <coughs> <Neil>. <coughs> they should have sold after the first handful of games because Deshaun Jackson's not a top-tier wide receiver. I think we all knew that going in. But uh, regardless of not being able to pull it out, Baker – Uh, Did finish as a top 10 QB this week, as did Flacco, as mentioned earlier, and Rivers. And I got to throw that special mention out to 11 and 12 in our league format. Kirk Cousins, just because, you know, it's Kirk Cousins. And Dak Prescott, just quietly stringing together a couple decent games in a row.
3: Making arms worry.
1: I don't know if there's worry. It's the ground
2: touchdowns, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. I mean, if if he doesn't get it in the end zone on the ground, he's nowhere near that.
3: He seemed to he seemed to throw better the past couple of weeks.
2: He and he seems far more comfortable taking off whenever it's necessary. And if the Cowboys are going to win, that's what he has to do. I mean, it, it can't be solely on Zeke and him, you know, hitting receivers in the hands because most time he doesn't. Uh, other than that, whenever he does hit a receiver, they're not catching it. You know, they they don't have you know any good receivers out there. I mean, there there are bright spots, Cole Beasley, every few weeks. Cole, you know, and, and I'm not confident going forward with that as as
1: my uh, my number one. No, is anyone else? No, and we and like Lambert was saying earlier, the trade winds are swirling around Amari Cooper, possibly being a Dallas Cowboy. And to anybody who has Amari or traded Amari, that's another thing we were talking about this morning. His arms were scraping his windshields. Was Amari Cooper, uh, if you traded him recently and he ends up on Dallas, that's a win. That's a total victory. Like, what's he going to do on Dallas that he didn't do in Oakland? Like, Dak Prescott's not going to turn him into a superstar. Dak Prescott, his huge games are 247 yards Mm -hmm. passing. Uh, th- those are his big
2: ones. So, he had 273 this week, but one touchdown. Right, right, and like Labor said,
3: not, it's Amari, not an upgrade from Dak to Car. No, Carr. no the Raiders throw
1: like Dak. Carr's throwing or Dak Car. Dak Car. We should just, we should Carr. just call Sound like you were from
3: Boston. Hey, Dak Car. Dak Car. It's Dak Car.
1: Now he's throwing for 300 plus more often than he's not, and uh, you, that's usually a lot of completions. Uh, Dak, 16 completions, couple hundred yards. That's not enough to get Amari to an elite level of production. So, if he does do, go to Dallas, it's a win for all owners that traded Amari Cooper,
2: Lambert.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: But then it's a win for the Cowboys.
3: Oh, yeah, definitely I mean, I, a win for the Cowboys. I,
2: I've, I've, I've liked Michael Gallup's talent before the draft. This week, he showed something. Finally. Three for 81 yards and a touchdown, but... There's been many times that he's been open right. and been targeted, <clears throat> and comes away with not a catch. Um, Hearn's I, Hearn's never bounced back in you know in Dallas the way I thought he would. He's looked okay the last few weeks, but for the biggest part of the season, Hearn's is kind of kind of someone I, I I've got him on several teams and haven't played him one time. It's all on and back though. as you say. I probably won't play him through any bye weeks, and then of course Beasley. You could Beasley could have ten catches and get sixty yards, right? Where he could have ten catches, get one hundred and fifty yards,
1: like. That's, but he's going to Dax deep ball.
2: He's going to get you know it's a
1: decent, fair share of targets every week. So. Agreed. Uh, you know quarterbacks that uh, killed you, the turds of the week, so to so to speak. Uh, Marcus Mariota, surprise, surprise, didn't really do much for you, but poop in your eyes. Uh, that was terrible. I wish I, I should edit that out, but I'm not going to. Poop in your eyes, really? It rhymes. It's so it's... early. It did rhyme. I mean, it was very, uh, you know, rap god level. <laughs> Sam Darnold didn't do much for you. Alex Smith, Deshaun Watson. Is it, or is it time to worry about Deshaun Watson if you're a Deshaun Watson owner? If you're a Deshaun Watson owner, have you been starting him?
2: More I mean, than likely. I mean, think, that. think about that. There's just... You
3: probably paid the price for him.
2: But there's just so many. I mean, he's currently still a top 10 quarterback, but the inconsistencies are, you know, 17, 32, 35, 42, 31, 11, 15. You're like, what are you doing, man?
1: Yeah, You it, still
2: have Nook. Throw him the damn ball. Right.
1: And he's got an interception every single game until yesterday. It's called and, consistency. And it's okay. just not looking that great uh, for Deshaun Walton. He He's got to get – into a rhythm, or I don't know what they're missing. I mean, technically, they have better wide receivers than they've had since I can remember. I mean, Kiki Kuti is, is pretty good, and Will Fuller is a great deep threat. DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Lamar Miller showed he can still get it done a little bit, so I'm not sure what's lacking I say, or what's Miller missing. Miller
2: looked okay last night. Like What's, what's the problem? I, I don't know the
1: answer to that question. I wish I did. But The only thing I can figure the problem is Deshaun. I mean, he... But I mean, for now, I am not saying he won't come out of it. They do but, come through and
2: win the game, you know. So the, is that something you necessarily need to worry about? He didn't
1: it, win the game for us, damn it. Okay, we're talking fantasy.
2: I understand that, but you know, I don't have a worry about him potentially maybe losing a job or anything like that. Um, the worry is that if you if you are keeping him in your starting lineup, do you try to get that re- or excuse me name recognition and bring someone else in? You try to, you know... No, and you can't bail on him. He's your guy, but... Why not? Why not? I mean, there's a lot of people that would trade a Kirk Cousins because... Well, oh, we're sh- talking fantasy. Yeah. See,
1: look at me. Look at me going to NFL. I'm like, Texans aren't going to replace
2: him. There's a, And Kirk Cousins a perennial top six quarterback. It's like every year he's three, four, five, or six. A lot of people are like, you know, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, he was... I mean, I... I had him as I think my number two or three quarterback coming into this season. You know, just the, the dual
1: threat that he has. A lot of people took him as the top quarterback in drafts.
2: Yeah, and with good reason. The guy's a stud. He's a young stud. Is he gonna figure it out? Absolutely. But if I'm
1: in contention at contention this year, I'm looking for someone who's more consistent. Let's uh on our way out of the quarterbacks, let's let's talk Blake Bortles and who could possibly, if anyone else, be under center for the Jags. I mean If you're going to pull a Blake Bortles half mid-game, I don't think that's going to straighten him up for the next game. I don't think the next game you're like, okay, I think he's learned his lesson. They've done it before, though. Blake, have you learned your lesson? Exactly. They've done it before. Like How many times do they got to do it?
3: I don't know, but... But I bet they bring him back. He starts next week. Oh, well, it's just more than likely. But probably they probably
2: throw four touchdowns. Like that's the <laughs> disgusting part <laughs> to of to Mercedes
1: <laughs> to Mercedes Lewis or some uh, obscure tight end. Niles Paul James O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> but but if they did, if they did replace Blake, we we talked about it a little bit before we hit that record button. We like to waste gold before we throw it on the air all the time, and then we're like, shoot, we're not recording. Shoot, Blake Bortles. But, I mean, the options we threw out, Eli Manning. I think that it's the, the Tom Coughlin
2: connection, okay? Eli's history with winning that Blake himself, as, as the reason for winning, he just doesn't have. And, for the love of God, the Jags actually have an offensive line. I mean, are they great? Not like the Cowboys great, but if it gives Eli more than .5 seconds to get rid of the ball, I think it's going to you know be a huge uh, – Eli would be a huge asset for that team.
1: But that that's one option. So we got Eli if the Giants were felt so inclined to trade him. Would they trade? Would they trade him for Blake Bortles? That would be interesting. Blake Bortles in New York, fresh start. Eli in Jacksonville. That's
3: what I think is the because Giants fans aren't upset enough. Exactly. Like, yeah, hey. we passed
1: on QB in the draft and brought in Blake Bortles.
3: Right, right. You want to complain about Eli? Okay, we'll yeah, get Blake.
1: Well, here, here's what you get for complaining about Eli.
3: I <laughs> will learn you. Right, right
1: also talked about the possibility of teddy bridgewater because the saints are obsessed with Taysom hill absolutely obsessed with this guy absolutely. the kid looks good though he does i i mean he's a he's a uh kind of an athlete he's, he's like a, a cam newton light out there doing special team stuff and and just being he, being just Taysom being tasem but I mean, he's teddy, very scrappy. He is I, scrappy i like the kid but teddy bridgewater i mean teddy bridgewater clear upgrade on blake at this point in my opinion Teddy Bridgewater's a more, you know, game managers accurate quarterback. That's two things Blake's not. Blake's I a mean, uh, wanna be Brett Favre but not quite on the same level as Brett Favre. He's just like I wanna get Brett out Favre, there and I wanna could, throw it.
3: They could go after him too. Uh, I am sure he'd play. Wouldn't hate it. Wouldn't
1: hate it at all. I mean I
2: get Teddy jazzy Bridgewater, out. Bridgewater still has a very limited, you know, body of work in the NFL. Um
1: what, what do you give for a Teddy Bridgewater? Blake Bortles.
3: <laughs> you're trying to get.
1: You've, you've just got to get rid of him. That way you're not tempted to go back to him.
3: <laughs> I mean, I do think
2: whatever trade happens, if if there's trade that happens, which very likely will not,
1: um, Blake's got to be involved. So there is no, you know, hey, we're going to get back to it. How, how about this? Okay, so you got Nick Foles out there, right? Nick, Nick Foles mm-hmm. is a trade target. Uh, don't know if anybody will acquire him, but jacksonville acquiring nick Foles uh from from the eagles who desperately need a running back what about a little leonard fournette deal that is just pointless i i mean you go out and you acquire carlos hyde i'm not uh, this is just speculative i'm not saying they're going to trade leonard fournette but you go out and you get carlos hyde who can do what you need him to do what what if Leonard Fournette was a trade piece? What if Jacksonville's like you know we don't think this guy's ever going to be healthy? You swing him to a team like the Eagles for a draft pick and Nick Foles? I, I mean honestly, Jacksonville is better with Nick Foles, Carlos Hyde than Blake Bortles, Leonard Fournette.
2: Hey, we're talking. We're looking at like a fantasy draft almost, and then, or fantasy trade because that yeah. T- I'm I'm looking at it and I'm like. Yeah. Solid uh, idea. Uh, <laughs> hey, I want to trade my this quarterback and this wide receiver for a quarterback up and wide, or wide receiver down. It's exactly what I, it is. It is. <laughs> it's, it's, exactly, what it's like about. the
1: Eagles are posted on the NFL you know Facebook group because you know they've got a Facebook group just like us. Fancy. Which guys. side wins? Like you get your notification on your phone. The Philadelphia Eagles have posted in NFL group. Hey guys, <laughs> we uh, we're
3: looking to trade Nick Foles and a draft
1: pick uh, for. QB down, running back
3: up. The verified Eagles account on Twitter puts up a poll.
1: Right. Who should we trade for? What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be great. It's a
3: 32-teamer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, trade deadlines in a week. Shoot. And this is what we're thinking about doing. Uh, I mean, I don't know of anyone else. I mean, do you, do you go
2: after, uh, for next to nothing, like McCown? Josh McCown?
3: I, Fitzpatrick. That, yeah. Yeah, I'm... That's, yeah, Fitzpatrick. Just move, Fitz- him, just move him down the road, bring him up. Absolutely.
2: Here's the thing: you, ha- whenever someone has Bortles on their team, they have a, one of the best backups in the league. You know, you're. I don't think there's many teams that are going to trade a starter for a starter, but you do have a really solid backup. And if there's, I mean, God, there's got to be four backups that are better than Blake Bortles, right?
1: <laughs> you would think,
2: All right. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's. I don't
1: hate the idea. Tyrod Taylor. How about that? Mm.
3: Dorsey seems to be moving a lot of pieces. He does, uh,
1: and, and and that I guess that could possibly be an
3: upgrade. I don't like man, Tyra I don't Taylor. Know.
1: I don't like Tyra Taylor either, but a lot of
2: NFL GMs do, and they're Who's like, oh, the
3: yeah. third stringer in Cleveland.
2: It doesn't matter. He'll never see the field.
3: I get it, but I just wondering. I, it's just a question. Have
1: they rostered three? I'm not sure. That that's something something. Uh, I technically feel like I should know, but I, I don't think there is. I, I don't think they roster three, but they almost have to because Tyrod's been kind of injured here and there. But I don't know if Tyrod's an upgrade. I, I don't know if Tyrod – I don't know if you're – I don't know if he's the type of quarterback that they need. Like, they need Well, they need a, a winner. Tyrod Taylor's not a winner, so. No. They they need somebody that, that's just more accurate. Tyrod Taylor, it's the Drew knock Stanton. on him is accuracy.
3: It's Drew and Stanton. A, is the browns third striker. Ooh, man
1: good backup so you how about targeting drew
2: stanton it is it is blake, <laughs> that's Gort, blake true. bortles That's true. yeah
3: i guess that's true heck
1: you could target johnny Manziel. You i know. mean it's
2: freaking blaine gabbert 2.0 Ugh. let's just call a spade a spade blake bortles is not a good quarterback he's he has bringing up blaine he has gabbert. his moments like he's every quarterback in the nfl has the ability to throw four touchdowns in a game and that's what bortles does on occasion and then he follows it up with 173 yards and an interception.
1: No touchdowns. Extremely
3: I think somehow true. Arms has got Blaine Gabbert under contract that every time Arms says his name, he pays him. Yeah,
1: he gets royalties for mentioning I, I just, Blaine
3: like, Gabbert. Uh, listen, just Blaine Gabbert,
1: I would never do that with Blaine Gabbert. Why
2: would I ever do say Blaine Gabbert's name that many times intentionally? Because
3: uh, he's the only person that would sign that contract. Yes. gotcha. gotcha. I you just know, just know what, want, keep I'm, me relevant, Arms. He's the only keep guy that would
1: respond to your Twitter message and be like, well, absolutely. I, absolutely. Point. I will do this uh, deal with you. <laughs> Plain Gabbert. <laughs> uh, let's transition to running backs. Kareem Hunt ha- is uh, is putting the fear to rest. Kareem Hunt has strung together multiple weeks of great production. He's becoming a, a receiving option again. If you traded, if you bought low on Kareem Hunt, if somebody was crazy enough to do it, kudos to you. Because I tried. I have been trying in our main league. And uh, the dude that owns Cream Hunt, our main league, just it doesn't matter if his record is zero and twelve, he will not trade anything. He will not trade a single piece. But Cream Hunt owners, rejoice! He's back. Uh, he he finishes as the top fantasy running back this week.
2: And then you got Marlon Mack. Cream Hunt's the, uh, the over the last three weeks number two uh, fantasy running back. By the way,
1: yeah, he's he's picking up where he left off midseason last year and showing that he's one of the better running backs in the league but let's uh let's talk a little Marlon Mack. I'm com- I'm curious to see if you guys think he's a buy? Like should we be buying Marlon Mack, selling Marlon Mack, or is this just a fluky two weeks? I mean the last two weeks he's
3: looked really
1: good. Really really
3: good. Really good. Okay. He's
1: young. He played the Jets. Okay. Jets have a good defense. Bills yeah, have a good defense.
2: Yeah, I mean, okay. The Bills aren't bad the or the Jets aren't terrible. Don't make me pull up but the, the, run the stats. Yeah, but the Bills I Good mean, defense. But they were ahead the entire game by two, three touchdowns. Like the Colts are like, shoot, we're gonna have to milk this one out now. Like we gotta get this clock working in our favor before we start before they have a chance to catch up. Like, come on. I I'm not buying Marlon Mack. I wanted him to succeed, but now I want to see Naheem Hines get the ball. Like, I don't have any, you know, any faith in who they're going to give the rock to in in, um, Indianapolis. Right now, I think it's Mac going forward, but at at any point in time, I can see Hines end up with 15 carries and, you know, him get around 100 yards on the game. So that's uh, like, I'm not. See. Hines I'm not getting the carries too much. I'm not
1: comfortable Mac's gonna be a bell cow down there. I don't know. They've increased his carries. I haven't I haven't seen uh you know, you don't see nineteen carries night to a Indie back very often. I'm I'm kinda I think I'm buying Marlon Mack, and that's not just because 'cause I'm an owner and not just because of the Marlon Mack royalties that I get when I say Marlon Mack. But I, I mean I'm I'm feeling Marlon Mack, uh, because Naheem Hines they I don't think his his purpose was never to be the Bell Cow. He's not maurice jones drew i mean he's short he's a smaller back but he's not he's not thick like maurice jones drew and marlon mack is a guy that's built to carry the load he's six foot 210 Uh, as long as he doesn't get hurt i mean this guy this guy can do it i think i'm buying into marlon mack and again the jets and bills are both top half of the league rushing defenses they're not bottom of the barrel so marlon mack against decent competition putting up really solid numbers. Lambert, do you have an opinion on Marlon? I don't. Well, that's okay. <laughs> I don't.
2: <laughs> I mean, what I guess what my point is, what are you giving up for Marlon Mack? I guess that's where I'm think my thought on it. Whoever's got Marlon Mack thinks he's hot and we got to keep him. <laughs> like, huh, if I've got Marlon Mack, I'm trying to sell him. I'm trying to, you know, hey, what do you uh, what are you get me for Marlon Mack right now? Come on. Like it, even even Nick Chubb, I mean, that's kind of my approach. Who What can I skin out of somebody right now, you know, to get this guy who really hasn't put a lot together for uh, for production, you know, based on hype? And I think Max had a couple of weeks, but still, I mean, dude, I, I want to see consistency before I'm going to be comfortable to rolling some out of my starting lineup every week.
1: Right. But by the time he puts up that consistency, the price just goes up. You're right. Um, so it's... That's why I asked: Is it a is it a buy low scenario? Granted, you're not getting him as low as you would have last week or the week before, but you probably can still get him if you play your cards right uh, and get him now before he either blows up or at least becomes the consistent ball carrier for the Colts. I'm, i I kind of like him in a running back landscape that's full of guys like James White and Tariq Cohen. You know, putting up top numbers because there's but what no are, Bell are you Cows. giving up
2: for him? That's my point. Uh, if you can. Tell me what's a fair trade for Marlon Mack right now. A fair trade for Marlon yeah. Mack right
1: now? I mean, you could at least give the Tampa Bay backs if you got them. You could give the Barbara if Jones. Mack, a...
2: If I had Marlon Mack, I wouldn't accept him.
1: No, I I wasn't done, though. Like a decent receiver, a decent tight end, you Who, know, a package Give me a name, deal.
2: man. Give me a name. Why do I got to give you a name?
3: A <clears throat> Kenyon Drake, a possibility. Yeah. That's that's what, that's...
1: Here, yeah. Kenyon Drake and George Kittle uh, for Marlon Mack and Jordan Reed. There you go. There's I, your names, man. I don't I think, know. I think I'd I'm keeping Kittle I'd, I'd and Drake.
3: Kittle, Kittle and Drake. <laughs> Kittle's the one that swings that one. But uh, Kittles and Drakes and Kittles and Drakes and Kittles and Drakes. What about Yeldon?
1: Oh, uh, man. Yeldon.
2: If I have Yeldon and someone's giving me Marlon Mack for Yeldon, yeah. absolutely. Because oh, yeah. now But I mean, if down. I have Marlon Mack yeah. and someone get, is offering me Yeldon, I'm no, no. Why would I do that? Because I have the starter.
1: You don't. What about what What about an deal for David Johnson? No. A big deal.
2: Just reaching.
1: A big deal.
2: I mean, what else? What else do I have to add with Marlon
1: Mack to get David Johnson? More, more names. Here we go. Too much hypotheticals. (laughs) I'm giving Blake Bortles for Marlon Mack.
3: (laughs) Blake
2: only as my bye week quarterback. Todd Gurley. I
3: have Blake Bortles. I'm not giving him. Not giving Todd Gurley for Marlon Mack.
1: (laughs) All All right, all right. Well, Todd Gurley finished number three. You know what? What's new in the world? He puts up another 30 points.
3: Uh, The fact that he was number three. Yeah, that's the only thing new. He was a couple points off that title It's
1: pathetic, Todd. It's pathetic. Yeah, step your game up, bro. James White. Like, you know what is more annoying than not owning a top 10 back is watching somebody roll James White out every week and knowing that they're going to get production. It is so annoying. How many times in every league could you have acquired James White and you passed on it? Like, how many times have you passed on James White? I can tell you myself, at least five. At least five times I've been offered James White in a deal, a package deal, for a bell cow running back like a Lamar Miller. And I'd be like, I don't don't want James White. James White? White?
2: No. Dude, I don't want a New England running back. No sooner than I want a New England running back, Um, Sonny Michelle gets hurt. Um, they start giving the ball to James white, which he has a season high 11 carries this week. It's all um, he needs, that's all he right. needs. It is right. because, um, he's been getting it done in the air time and time again. I mean, this week he had eight catches for 57 yards and two
1: touchdowns, dude. I know there was a buy involved, but James white is currently ahead of James Connor, Ezekiel Elliott, Christian McCaffrey, and David Johnson in, in, as fantasy, uh, you know, in, in the fantasy rankings. What the heck? Like, what the heck? Well, PPR, mean, of course, you know. Non-PPR, it's a little different story. But really? Like, James Conner over Zeke? James Conner over CMC? And over until, David
2: Johnson? Until someone sees what's going to happen with uh, Sonny Michelle,
1: he's probably going to stay in that area. Kenyon Barner got 10 carries yesterday. Like, this is what the Patriots do, but for some reason, James White is like, doesn't matter how many carries you give me, I'm going to finish top 10. Like, uh, you, you want to threaten me with bench me I'll still finish top ten it's so frustrating watching the Patriots
2: when you're playing against their backs it's just so frustrating because you're like all right I've, I've, I've got Sony Michelle this guy's got James White oh there goes Sony Michelle going out oh and James White gets in the end zone well that's not too bad one touchdown on the day I can make that up elsewhere I have Saquon Barkley playing on Monday night oh great great and he gets in the end zone again well, I'm going to have to basically
1: have a historically great week to pull this one out. Thanks. Thanks, James White. Thanks, James White. Tariq Cohen finishes number five. He's another one of those like pain in your side kind of things because with Cohen it's a little more inconsistent. You don't know if he's going to finish top ten week to week, but here lately he's been the guy uh, to own in Chicago as far as running backs go. And Latavius Murray, my God, like is he is he possibly putting a threat out to Dalvin Cook? Like, hey, this is my job, just stay away from it? I questioned it last week. Um, he's starting to look that way. He looks good. Uh, they win when he, when Latavius Murray carries the ball 15-plus times, it seems like Minnesota wins.
2: Yeah, I mean, gets to the engine twice yesterday. I mean, Murray's, I, I, as a Raiders fan... He's always been underrated. Yeah, as a Raiders fan, I hated to see us let him go. You know, I'm like, what are you doing? And then he goes to uh, to Minnesota, they immediately draft Dalvin Cook. And you're like, wow, Latavius Murray just got buried. Yep. Not, well, why spend the, the price it takes to get a Dalvin Cook and have Latavius Murray on your team? And then, of course, um, Dalvin goes down, here comes Latavius, and, man, he, he looks as good as he ever has. He's never been a great running back. He's always been real solid, but he looks as good as he ever has
3: especially the past two weeks he's been putting up some pretty good numbers
1: and look good doing it like <clears throat> stiff arm and running backs on the way to the end zone like latavius murray just just looks good uh deon lewis tj yeldon seven and eight uh next guy i actually want to talk about though carry on johnson good lord like they finally give him the lion's share no pun intended of the carries, I nineteen. There. Nah, I see, I see what you did. Yeah, little. Every time I say lines, I get a little kickback. Uh, nineteen <laughs> carries, hundred and fifty-eight yards. Like Carryon Johnson was ripping off chunk gains at will.
3: Well, he had over a hundred yards. I think he had like four carries. Yeah, four Something or five like, carries. I mean, he yeah. had a seventy-one yard. <clears throat> yeah.
1: not a touchdown though.
2: Right. <laughs> right. Like, how do you wh-
3: run that far and not get in? <laughs> I can tell. I would, It's because
2: I would have a heart attack. But <laughs> I think Carrion's in pretty good shape, so I don't think that was a
3: risk. But He's not running a 20-minute 100, though.
0: No.
1: <laughs> no. All right. But
2: on's giving
3: you double ball.
1: digits at every game but week one. He's yeah. giving you yep. double-digit fantasy points in PPR. And uh time to start taking him seriously. Maybe he maybe he's a trade target.
3: It probably didn't help <clears throat> or hurt rather that Riddick was out this week. No, so, yeah, I it mean, definitely
1: helped him out.
2: I mean, he yeah, definitely
3: but, got a little more work in the passing
2: game. But the difference maker for Riddick is Riddick's gonna catch four or five balls. I mean, yeah. Carrion got the same two or three that he was gonna get anyway. True. Um, the only concern is, man, they still got Blunt up there. Voltron's freaking touchdowns. <laughs> yep. He's Buck Allen into him. <laughs> I mean, buck out. he got bucked. It's just, I, LeGarrette blunt the, the most annoying person in fantasy football.
3: I thought James White was. Yeah, James White no, is to me.
2: Ja-
1: LeGarrette Blunt,
2: because I have on Johnson.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, so the most <laughs> okay. annoying person in fantasy football to you.
3: It depends on your roster. Well, Yeah, right. of
2: course. Of course, <laughs> it depends on your roster. But it's
1: like Frank Gore with me, where I own Kenyon Drake shares <laughs> all throughout fantasy land and and... And another old guy, Frank Gore, just keeps, you know, hurting his fantasy value. Poor Frank. Speaking of Drake, he finished as a top 10 guy. Uh, took him all of, what, six or seven carries to get 70-some yards? Like, <laughs> what did I say la- on the last episode? Like, hey, Kenyon Drake, uh, if you give it to him enough, he's going to break one. And Adam Gase looks at me like, nah, nah you're wrong. Uh, Adam. We'll give him six. Adam, if, if you give him enough, he'll... He really will rip one off for you, whether it's for through the air or on the ground, like just trust me, Adam. No, no, you're not. You're not a you're not a coach. Okay.
2: And you're not. Just so we're clear. Yeah, but I it, know it, but you also apparently Kenyon Drake doesn't need and this is what he did several times last year, didn't need a ton of
1: carries to have sixty or seventy yards. But man, imagine if they gave him—I know, fifteen I know. to twenty. Like, hmm. I mean, he I might I, win some games. I
2: refuse to believe they're—he's getting you know stone cold in the backfield on his next ten carries yeah. consecutively to still end up
1: with seventy yards on the game. You know, right? Disappointments <clears throat> running back wise, like I hate to call him a disappointment, but Alvin Kamara still like finishing fifteen over on PPR. You're okay. He didn't hurt you, but you're you're a little disappointed. You need Alvin
2: Kamara. If you have Alvin Kamara, you literally need him to win your week for you, because you had to pay that high of a price for him. So Kamara, you're you're a week winner, dude. Start winning weeks again. I'm sorry, right? Like, that's how expensive you were in in uh, fantasy drafts. We've got you've got to perform big, otherwise. They are screwed yeah and just, I, i'm an owner so trust me
3: well, david johnson disappointed this week too it, yeah Alston just like Echler. most weeks i mean with gordon going out you opportunity thought, oh, this is it this is the huge game nope. nope i mean he did he put up double digit points but yeah i mean if you started him you're okay you're, a lot you're better. you were hoping for mg3 numbers
1: you were at least hoping for all the passing down work to to give you at least a 20 point week and yep just didn't happen uh so other guys that got man who is trenton cannon trenton cannon of the new york jets sneaks into the top 20 a 24 year old rookie out of virginia state uh almost a seventh rounder catches four balls for 69 yards and puts himself uh as a dfs gym for this week but
3: he has 18 points on the year, and he got 14 of them yesterday. Yes,
1: <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say nobody started him. Probably not. But Nick no. Chubb, uh, Nick Chubb hurt you a little bit. Not, not terribly. I mean, you're I wouldn't still say getting, hurt. He got your 14 hurt, points. But man, people were expecting the second coming of of Jesus with Nick Chubb out there on the field. Like it, there was the a hike, lot of excitement. There was a lot of excitement against Tampa Bay. Against yeah. Tampa Bay, right. you're like, man, he's going to shred them. He's going to yeah. go off. And no, he just he gives you a solid day, just like Christian McCaffrey. A couple, couple guys you expect a ton out of every week. Uh, and they gave you solid but not spectacular days. Uh, Jordan Howard, it, it's time to sell, in my opinion, if you're Jordan Howard. Owner. That
3: offense does not run through Jordan nope. Howard. It's
1: a Mitch Trubisky led offense now with Tariq Cohen being the main beneficiary. Uh, time to sell if you got him, in my opinion. Uh, but Adrian Peterson, David Johnson, not that big of games Royce Freeman Joe Mixon I mean Peterson had
2: 99 <sighs> yards yeah and still finished 25th
1: no touchdowns and only one one uh, pass caught I mean what what can you do I tell you what we can do we're gonna give you a quick word from our sponsor my bookie you know ever since I started this podcast people have been asking me for advice usually it's what team to bet on this week the truth is, I don't know who's going to win, but if you think you know, you got to check out MyBookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with MyBookie. Trust me guys, they are your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. You can lay down some cash and win big today. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business and for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over or under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. So join now and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use the promo code ROW, capital R-O-W to activate the offer. Again, visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use promo code ROW when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, so that's MyBookie.com. Go there, put in the code ROW25, get yourself some extra cash to, to go gambling with. Put on your Kentucky Derby hat and go drop some dime. Let's get to some wide receivers uh, wide receiver-wise, Adam Thielen just won't go away as the top receiver this season. And uh, I don't think we can say it's a total shock, but... I mean, he's, he finished he's, three this week. Um, but... Well, I mean, is literally an, being overall, right in
2: that area. Number like, one overall right now. Oh, I, I, I... Honestly, I've got Michael Thomas, and I'm sitting there trying to think, should I try to trade for Adam Thielen? I don't think I would. Now, see, I See, but it's... Huh. It's such a difficult question right now. I've also got uh, Odell Beckham in a, in a non-keeper league, and I'm thinking, man, if I could just come away with Adam Thielen in a trade. I actually offered it. It was, it was rejected, and it blew my mind. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? You- Name recognition.
1: Yep. Whoever rejected that was like, "I don't buy names; I buy
2: production." Uh, the guy drafted Aaron Rodgers in the first round. I kind of thought it was. Oh dear! I thought there was a one hundred percent chance I got that trade to go through. <laughs> and uh, no, he, he shot it down. Whew.
1: Hurt hurt my heart a little. Hurt my heart. Manuel Sanders was number one for this week, and and he's he's a uh, apparently Denver is thinking about going full rebuild.
3: The, I've, I've heard they're shopping DT.
1: Yeah, shopping Demarius Thomas. Uh, I guess teams are interested. Emmanuel Sanders doesn't look like they want to move him. I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, you got Sutton, you got Deshaun Hamilton. You're rebuilding. Emmanuel Sanders isn't young anymore. Strike while the iron's hot. I know he's good, but strike while the iron's hot well, on you've Emmanuel gotta look Sanders
3: to next year. I mean, how yeah. how much longer do you have on Sanders? And I think, I and mean, I don't. I think, think they signed him to an extension or anything.
2: I don't know. I don't know. I know that I'm I feel like Sutton once given a full-time opportunity is going to be a monster. Um, Sanders it's going to be difficult to replace his production, but I think Sutton could easily walk in and you know do what Demaryius Thomas does. Um, not quite what Emmanuel Sanders does. So uh, do I trust the Deshaun Hamilton at that point? No.
1: No, but rebuild, you know, you don't you've accepted the fact that you're not going to win this season or else you wouldn't entertain a rebuild yeah but what right.
2: but at what positions is is that the fault of is that your quarterback because it's certainly not your running backs you know is it your line is, is it your defense where's the, where are the problems address you know
1: Demarius has one. Uh, him and him and uh Case Keenum don't click Case Keenum's one. yeah uh, I mean I'm not
3: sure he clicks with anyone
1: Emmanuel Sanders
3: well <laughs> it's, it's about it
2: Emmanuel and, Sanders.
1: and they don't have a tight end I mean there's you know, there's guys they can key in, a, key in on, and, and hone in on uh, on the Denver offense, and, and kind of slow them down a little bit. But I find it kind of weird that they want to rebuild after a 40 some point victory. Like, not you know, they didn't win by 40, but they put up 40 some points over the Cardinals and basically destroyed them. But they must know that it's the Cardinals, and like, yeah, we're still rebuilding. They're three and, and three and
2: four, but the the problem is out in the West. I mean, there's a commanding lead by the Chiefs. They're they're not coming back for
3: that. They know they're playing for next year. Yeah, yeah.
1: So you got you got that possibility of a, of a sale in Denver. Emmanuel uh, Sanders is a guy that would fit well with a Dak Prescott in Dallas, actually, but yeah. probably better than Amari Cooper if I had to say so. But uh, John Brown, still doing John Brown things as we like to say, number two receiver for the week. Then you got Thielen, Jarvis Landry, a little little jump back up into uh, fantasy relevance. And Alshon Jeffrey.
3: Alshon's been playing hot.
1: Alshon's hot.
2: So out of the, the people we named, I'm not buying any of John Brown. Uh, just a couple weeks in a row before this, I think he had four or less points. Um, he's going to have high points. It was obviously Thielen doing his thing. Jarvis Landry, nice Jar- Jarvis Landry sighting. Uh, no sooner do we get talking crap about how like they've got to get him involved. Right. He's the best player on their team. <laughs> Um, he comes back with ten receptions for ninety-seven yards. He's not
3: short on targets. I yeah, mean, like he had the targets last week, but he still only gave you three points, three point one points. Yeah,
2: but what Alshon's doing, like just touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. It seems yep. like every week you your down weeks are one touchdown.
1: Yep, right, or you are going to get two. I and mean, he's, he's catching he's most great. of his targets. Yep. I mean, he yeah. he is he is being very efficient right now uh, in that Philadelphia offense that greatly needs him. Uh, but Tyrell Williams again. Like when what when do we stop saying Tyrell Williams this season? Cuz it's only happened 2 weeks but is he going to continue on this torrid pace of being that guy that catches 150 yard touchdown a game?
2: I don't know because back to back weeks he had 118 yards and at least one touchdown. I mean it's if you look back in, on a season previous to and that How do you do that? 118 two in a row? I don't know. I was wondering that. Um, but strange. on a season like his worst games, five point six points, and all the rest of them are seven point eight. You know that was twice nine six ten. I mean, it's not bad wide receiver numbers for someone no. who's got the upside to be the best receiver in, in uh, considering in he's the a week. number three, right? Yeah. I mean, and here's here's the here's, you're going to get Tyrell Williams for nothing. I mean now probably not. I don't know. You can still get it. You should be able to get him for a late late draft pick. You should. I, I wouldn't give a second rounder for him. No, no. The, but you should be the, able to
1: get a third. Yeah. And the problem is...
3: But would you trade him for a third
1: if you have
2: If him? I have him, I don't think I'm even thinking about starting him.
1: The only reason I would not trade him for a third is because I am pretty sure he's a free agent after this season. Oh, okay. So, I mean, you, you could see him go somewhere and be the number two option for a yeah. team as as opposed to a three. So am I buying him for a third? Yes. Am I buying him for a third for this year? Probably not because the target share. He's not got more than five targets a game this season. And the last two weeks has been four targets a game. He's been lucky to catch three and four of those per game. So, I mean, it's not like he's getting peppered by Phillip Rivers. He's getting the deep shots. I mean, he's playing the Deshaun Jackson role. Yeah. And he's just capitalizing on it. So can you safely play him week in and week out as a wide receiver three? Yeah, probably because he's going to get you close to 10 points a game because he does catch most of his targets. So even if he is only getting three or but four. But the guy's
2: been on the team for what, this four or five years? Yeah, he's been around for a <clears throat> yeah, bit. Yeah, this is his fourth year out of Western Oregon. And sometimes he'll get you seven or 800 yards or he'll end up with 500 on the season. Like, I guess more often than not, he's over
1: 700. So, 728 and then 1,059. Yeah, he's, he's not a bad bye week play, not a bad occasional flex play. So, I mean, there's value there. I just feel like they keep
2: trying to push him out, you know. I mean, Keenan Allen, obviously, you know, they came in around the same time. So, that's, you know, their teammates. But to add Mike Williams, it's like they're trying to push out Tyrell
1: Williams for something younger and, in theory, better. Yeah, well, and I think they drafted Mike Williams – before Keenan Allen came back and showed that he was Keenan Allen. Yeah. So, I mean, it may have more to do with Keenan Allen and then they're like, Oh, okay. Well, Keenan Allen's fine now. So now we've got this wealth of, uh, you know, Williams receivers that we got here, but Tyrell was a restricted free agent last year, I believe. And I, I thought he might've left and he didn't leave. So this year I'm pretty sure is it for him. He becomes unrestricted. Uh, but Tyree kill, uh, number seven, he's, you know, back to Tyree kill Danny Amendola. Kind of makes me puke a little bit that Danny Amendola was a top ten receiver this week, <laughs> yeah, but I he's think, really done nothing this year. But
2: part of that was um, Albert Wilson leaving the game. And yeah, I don't believe he was. Was he hurt? Yeah, he, yeah.
1: It. He he twisted something. Yeah, I, I saw mean, he that he going.
2: was not expected to return. So no,
1: but Danny Amendola, if you played him, uh, good heads up on that. I wouldn't have played him. Uh, Michael Thomas, number nine, AJ Green, and T Y Hilton. Round out the top ones. I, I'm surprised T.Y. Hilton even played, but he played, and he did okay. In I game. mean,
2: he had two touchdowns on four receptions and 25 yards. A little Tyrell Williams-like like, What <laughs> the heck, man? You know, and that's it for only four targets. I mean, T.Y. did the absolute most you could possibly do with such a limited
1: role. He did. And then you know who was after T.Y. in fantasy points? Devin Funchess.
2: That I don't know pe- they won't go back away. to
3: back over 18 points. Heck yeah.
2: I don't know why people hate on Devin Funches. The guy's usually over 10 points. It it's just it <sighs> I don't care if you uh, well, he should be a tight end. It doesn't matter to me. He would be a dominant tight end. it would be a great tight end. I'd love to have him as my tight end. Give me those numbers all week
1: for my tight end spot. You're just <laughs> never getting that big game. You're you're getting the
3: but you're not, 50 you're, to yeah, but 75 solid, yards. You want consistent play.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, if you give me Devin Funches as my number three receiver, I'm ecstatic. Like you tell me I'm getting basically ten points a week, ten to fifteen every week,
1: done, perfect. Well listen, for someone I'll take it. For someone that doesn't want John Brown, they've put up very similar numbers as far as like their weekly ins and outs go. Not the
2: weekly ins and outs, the total points on the season. The John Brown is twenty five points, four points. Devin Funches is 10. 12. I've already looked at already. He had one
1: four-point game, and he had a nine-point game. Funches has a seven and a nine. I, I don't see much difference there.
2: Well, I, I apologize. I thought that Brown had two around five. Boom. I would still rather have Funches. Me too. Absolutely. Yeah, I would I'd I'd still have, rather have Funches. I'd
1: rather have Funches, too. John Brown still worries me, but... And heck, John Brown gets more targets than Devin Funches, but you know it is what it is. It is what it is. There's no one else to throw to in Carolina currently, so Funchess right. is kind of the guy. Uh, well, my,
2: the biggest concern with Carolina is Cam's not known Cam doesn't produce number 1 receivers. He just doesn't. Like not nothing's a fantasy top 16.
3: So Kelvin
1: Benjamin for a minute.
2: Somehow yeah, someone he
3: made Benjamin look good and I don't well, know how that happened cuz Kelvin see what Benjamin, He's doing.
1: God. I like I feel like they could send Odell Beckham to buffalo and he would put up four receptions a game for 35 yards that's i
3: love fun. did you see last week kelvin benjamin yes it's like hey you want to go warm up nah <laughs> yeah nope no i got a bag of <laughs> cheetos and i'm pretty <laughs> right. content to sit here He's gonna them. collect my money <laughs>
1: that's that's definitely what he's doing <laughs> uh real quick on the wide receivers
3: michael gallup
1: we finally got some michael gallup action uh in dallas he led the team in uh yards and actually had a score is this uh, no? Him? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> just
3: shut <it> down. <laughs> I, gonna, I
1: wish it was. I
2: love Michael Gallup. Man. Like the His, dude put up video game yeah. numbers in college. Yep. But and I don't think it's the result of him playing in you know what division uh, two or whatever it was. Where the heck do you even? He play? was out of Colorado. Colorado? Yeah, State? Colorado State. Yeah. I mean, he he played against inferior competition. Yep. It was it was a yep. uh, mid major. Excuse me. Not a not a division two, but you know what he's just there's not there's either a disconnect with him and dak
3: or it's just dak
2: or dak's not delivering the ball i mean because i've seen times Gallup be open but i've also seen times to where it's like he, he's just covered up so i'm not buying any michael Gallup. i've i've released literally every share of michael Gallup i
1: have yeah i've been trying to sell but with no luck maybe i can sell now uh, but Gallup, you had Edelman. Edelman was the top 20. Dante Moncrief somehow snuck in there, as did Larry Fitz. And uh, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon had a pretty good game for New England yesterday. Nothing crazy, but good enough. Three weeks in a row, Gordon's
2: low points, nine points. Um, is he finally hitting his stride? Is he, is uh, yeah, hit-
1: I, th- I think he's going to be one of those guys that gets a little bit better each game. And uh I think that's what we're seeing. Uh, Tom Brady developing a little more trust with Josh Gordon as the weeks go by. So,
2: I mean, getting more targets. I mean, it went four nine seven, but you know, touchdown then five catches, four catches for a hundred this week. Um, if are, are you buying Josh Gordon right now?
1: Uh, man, I don't know. It, it depends on the price. He's got that name. He's got that big name that requires a little more than what you what he's actually worth. Yep. in my opinion. So I'm going to say no, okay. uh, unless somebody's going to give them to me at a fair value. I mean, if it's not going to be a name value, then then yes. Josh Gordon or Terrell Williams? Josh Gordon. Okay.
2: If I had Josh Gordon, what else would I have to give you to get Tyrell Williams?
1: I mean, I would give you Tyrell Williams straight up for Josh Gordon.
2: I said if I had Josh Gordon. You said you'll take Terrell Williams in that trade. Yeah, and then you asked me what
1: else do I need to give to get Tyrell Williams. Nothing. I'll take him straight up. That's what you, you said. You just
2: said Tyrell Williams. I said, if now, if I had Tyrell Williams, okay, and you have Josh Gordon. Okay. No, I'm doing this backwards. My bad. I have Josh Gordon and you have Tyrell Williams.
1: Right. Well, what else do I need to add with, with Josh Gordon to get Tyrell Williams? That's exactly what I said. Nothing. You're asking me, what do you need to add to Josh Gordon to get Tyrell? Nothing. I'll do it straight up.
2: I just I said Josh Gordon or Tyrell Williams. You said Williams. Like, you, you want Williams in that trade. I'm trying to get Williams off of you. No, I said Josh Gordon. Okay, that is not what you said. <laughs> I swear it is. Okay, well, my bad. What, what about the other way around? So if I've got Williams and I'm trying to get Gordon off of you, what else do I have to add?
1: Okay, you got what, Williams what? and you're trying to get Gordon off of me. I probably want a tight end upgrade, uh, if if that's the case. So we don't have the whole team legends. game no, I'm just like, I, us, I figured but... like a pick. Uh, what, what, you know how what I am with tight picks. End
2: you want to do? You know, like, and uh, see to me that's. I feel like they're very equal value,
1: Tyrell and Josh.
2: And I would take Gordon, but I'm just saying. Like I figured a third with Tyrell Williams to get Josh Gordon. No, it would
1: probably be more like a second if I was gonna if I was interested in draft picks.
2: Okay, just
1: yeah, I'm interested to listen back over that. Um, I could be wrong, but man, I, so could I. I, I could have swore
2: that you said that you won Tyrell Williams because I was surprised. I'm like, what? Okay.
1: Okay. But whatever if i did it's way early yeah, in the right. morning we'll find out though but it's deandre okay. hopkins kind of let you down this week uh sammy watkins
2: hey deandre well, hopkins was uh someone chad called as a sit he did um by the way also called brita as a sit and i called keenan he had allen the lord as a he ended with negative points i think
1: so, Al- keenan allen let you down i called him as a sit uh actually you, you got me wanting to go back i i called uh njoku as a must-play, he did get in the end zone. I called Flacco, not so obvious start of the week. He finished top ten. Uh, Denzel Perryman, I called as a as a not so obvious, and Denzel Perryman had a great game. I think I missed on Andomakin Sue, uh, but I did say to sit Ebron. That worked out. I said to sit Keenan Allen. That worked out. I said to sit Kiko Alonso. That worked out. I'm fantasy god. <laughs> not get carried away that's all i got to say let's uh let's move on to some tight ends and then touch on some idp uh tight ends for the week your boy trey burton led the pack along with his former uh teammate zach hurts stud tight ends that they had in uh in
2: philadelphia last year and i think they have just as good this year yeah dallas goddard
1: was top 10 you got three either eagles or former eagles in the top 10 of tight ends this week that's crazy
2: yeah well, D- Dallas gets in top ten. Dallas Goddard, excuse me, gets in top ten on that touchdown. Um, my big thing, my high point, what I'm loving seeing is George Kittle
1: continuously remaining in that top three or four spot. Dude, George Kittle and C.J. Beathard have that connection, and I, don't get me wrong, Garoppolo and Kittle had a connection too. Like Kittle's just a good tight end, but man, it makes George it Kittle so much.
2: is thirty points on the season ahead of Gronk. Yeah. 30 and it's going points to stay that way. Run. So it's it's Ertz by 17 over Kelsey. Kelsey's just uh, nine above Eric Ebron. Ebron and Kittle are four points apart. And, and I have
1: Ebron and Kittle in my league. It makes me happy.
2: Hey, I had Kelsey and Kittle, and I'm, I, I made the bold move to move uh, – Can't tra- play them both. Yeah. I, well, I traded Kelsey – or excuse me, Kittle to you. And in another league, I got Kittle in like the 14th round. And I made the move to trade Kelsey – Whenever um, one of my tight end, or excuse me, one of my receivers just wasn't panning out, uh, I made the move to get. Um, I, I believe I traded Kelsey and Edelman, which is a huge package to get Odell Beckham Jr., which was a huge mistake because Odell Beckham Jr. is trash this year.
0: Ooh, I don't he's, know if I call it. He's trash. killing
1: me, man. He's definitely not elite so far this year, but he's he's not trash. He's on a good pace yards wide. He needs the touchdowns. Yeah. The touchdowns have to come, but. But, yeah, you got Trey Burton, Zach Ertz, George Kittle, Michael Roberts. Stealing stealing like Golden Tate touchdowns. Comes out of nowhere. And this is a guy that I had my eyes on, you know, in rookie drafts. uh, Like, as a very, very late-round flyer. Because he was a fourth-round pick uh, for the Lions. So, I mean, draft capitals there hasn't really done much. But whenever he has been healthy, he's been their tight end. Which means very little in Detroit. But... If you did play him as a, a DFS dart throw, uh, you got lucky on that one, but Ben Watson, David and Joku, Kelsey Goddard, Chris Herndon, a guy we've talked about a little bit for the jets. He's a, uh, he's one of those buy low or grab off the waiver wires. If you can, if you need some tight end help, because he is their starter, back He's the de facto, and they did release Terrell prior. That's going to open up some end zone looks for Chris Herndon, correct, uh, they've got guys that are hurting and ailing in new york so again that's going to open up opportunity for chris herndon uh this is my pickup of the week uh at tight end because his target share is going to go up he had seven targets this week i expect that to become more the norm for chris herndon five to seven targets a week and in the tight end landscape which has become our new favorite phrase that's probably good for top 10
2: yeah i mean whenever you're looking at and top 10 production it was basically breaking 10 points
1: yeah I mean that's yeah.
2: it yeah that's it literally the cutoff it was 11
1: point seven points for number 10 and nine point three at number eleven so, absolutely right uh, guys that kind of hurt you. Uh, Greg Olson just hasn't done much since he came back. Ebron. Ebron didn't do much this week. Uh, Jordan Reed. Uh, is kind. Of, Jordan Reed don't look like Jordan Reed. Not with Alex Smith. Jordan Reed looks like a very average tight end. Which is shocking to me because the connection that Alex Smith had with Travis Kelsey. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But your bust of the week, good God Kyle Rudolph gave you nothing. Like gave you nothing, and that, and that again, that's part of the landscape at tight end. If you don't have an elite one, you don't have one. Yeah, I so,
2: mean, you're literally you might as well stream and just it's, yeah, it's, uh, that's like rolling dice. Yep, you know, just throwing it out there is like, oh, is a seven? No. Oh. Oh, All right. Kniff. You want to skip on over to to defense?
1: I'm really excited to skip on over to some defense for some quick top because this is. This is what we love, and this is what I love to talk about the most. Defensive ends, you had the big names Aaron Donald, Melvin Ingram, Miles Garrett, Calais Campbell uh, in your top 10. And then you got that sprinkling of streamers in Emmanuel Ogba.
2: Aaron Donald doubled up second place.
1: Aaron Donald was. But he had beast. four
2: freaking sacks. I mean, that's more of a testament to how bad, you know, how long C.J. Bather's hanging on to the ball that's than very anything. True. I mean, that. Is Aaron Donald a great player? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. But he's not going to do this. He's up to eight sacks through seven games. Yes, but he had through six games he only had four. Right. Well, which only four? I mean, that's it's pretty good. Around a sack, almost, good. almost sack game. He's doing solid. But tag going. I mean, start all your defensive or all your pass rushers against the uh, the Niners from here on
1: out. Absolutely. Uh, what about Ricky G- Jean Francois? It's not a big name, but is it somebody you could pick up? I mean. He had two sacks. He's really done nothing before this say,
2: week. I, once again, with the way I want with any of my uh, defensive linemen, I need some consistency with upside. I don't want just you know, I don't want just someone who has a fluky week. I'm just I'm not about that. Now, if if it was a rookie, this was his first start, and it looked like he was taking over the job, absolutely. Right. But no, no, not somebody's been in the league for a few years and gives me a first double digit point in probably three years. Yeah, or,
1: yeah definitely carl Nassib. uh he he had a big stop against his former team and the browns had a good game double digit points out of him is there any uh d lineman that stick out to you before we go on the linebackers
2: um not really i mean it was it was nice to see uh demarcus lawrence in the top 15 i mean he's been uh up down very down last few weeks and ends up with an eight point week this week um that's really about it i mean we've a lot of the big names have kind of let you down um, yeah, Cameron Jordan can, not really you say Cam up the Jordan points. expecting everything he did last year to happen again and maybe even more and he you know just turns in nothing this week. So, and nothing so far on the year. I mean, I don't even is, is he hurt or something? I mean, what's going on no, with Cam
1: Jordan? No, no, I just don't think the the pass rush for New Orleans is there. Their defense was kind of fluky and had a great year last year and this year it's just not just uh, not happening. Some, something's not lining up to and, where these guys can and get And they the drafted
2: another pass rusher, I believe, in Marcus Davenport, didn't
1: they? Yep. I mean, you would have expected it to get better, not worse. You would so. think. But Anyhow. Linebackers, Corey Littleton is definitely for real. There is no doubt about it in my mind. Corey Littleton is a playmaker. He may not be the biggest tackle guy week in, week out but he's a playmaker. He's going to do something for your team that puts fantasy points on the board. And he had a great game yesterday, 10 tackles, two sacks.
2: Uh, Dude, Littleton's been consistently solid. I mean, consistently in the top five. I mean, when you're talking about a middle linebacker, what more could you possibly want? The guy's, excuse me, taking over the Alec Ogletree role and frankly doing it better than Alec Ogletree did. Yeah. From a fantasy production standpoint, but um, I mean, the Rams defense looks as good, if not better, than it was last year anyway.
1: Absolutely. And uh, other big names that finished in the top, man, Todd Davis was number two, but Darius Leonard, my God, this guy put up, I believe, 18 total tackles. 17, sorry. Wow. 17 total tackles. I mean, second
2: time um, he he's done it. Wow, no, not the second time. Second yeah, no, second time he's done um, double-digit tackles this year. I mean, the dude's put
1: up over 20 points three times. since insane. At linebacker. Listen, he's played six games this season. He's one tackle away from 80 combined. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is absolutely nuts. Oh, my God. Absolutely nuts. Like, I, I feel like we... Should technically get sick of talking about this guy. I
2: absolutely do not. Sick. He's a league winner. I'm, I'm never going to get sick of seeing Darius Leonard's name
1: at the top of the the uh, linebacker. He's list. He's a league winner, man. If you got him, you lucked out. Uh, so he was your number three. Luke keekley had a fantastic game. It was Luke keekley of old putting up tackles, swarming to the ball, got a sack good stuff out of Luke Keekley this week. So if you still have him and didn't sell, didn't lose the faith, kudos to you. And C.J. Mosley's back. Mm-hmm. C.J. Mosley is back. It looks like he's more comfortable. Uh, he had a great game yesterday. It was the tackle machine that they needed. So C.J. Mosley, if you waited on him as well, we kind of had an alert on him last week, like something's not right. He's not feeling right from injury. Something's going on. Apparently, he got healthy. He's feeling good. He's a top five linebacker again. Same with uh, Christian Kirksey. Yeah, that was one of Nitt's calls uh, to stay away from this week, but Kirksey heard what Nit said and uh, you know, he came out and proved him wrong. Kirksey looked really good yesterday, put it, putting up the tackle numbers that Christian Kirksey normally does.
2: Let's hope he brings back the consistency that he had in years past, cuz I mean, last two previous years he was top 10 linebacker and uh, you know, he banged up a little bit this year and I want to see him be more consistent.
1: Yeah, I, I think we'll I think we'll see a little bit of that. Uh, from Christian Kirksey, he's definitely got the talent. But uh, let, I want to talk, before I go all the way through the rest, there's a couple sack specialist linebackers that have had two great weeks in a row that you definitely should have your eyes on. Jadavian Clowney and Bradley Chubb are both putting up good numbers at the linebacker position, even though technically they should be designated as defensive ends or played as defensive ends.
2: They need to change the uh, that position to edge. Yeah. Yeah, we, they do. Something. We need to contact uh, like my fantasy league about that. Yeah. Because I, it, you've got these great names that you, you can't play at linebacker. Because I, I can't play and Clowney with any faith. I mean, last no, week – last because
1: no, the tackles aren't normally there. Yeah.
2: I mean, I want to say last week that he had like four and a half points. or No, one and a half point last week. And then this week, 17 and a half. I mean, when he gets home, man, he gets home in a big way. Yeah. And, you know, he he's menacing to the quarterback – but if he doesn't get a sack, he's, he's nothing. He's doing terrible for you. Absolutely. And Bradley Chubb, you know, back-to-back weeks. Five sacks over five, two games. Five sacks. Um, worth the top five pick if that's what you were, you were looking for at oh, pass absolutely. rush out in Denver. You know, at pairing him with Von Bell – or not Von Bell, excuse me, Von Miller. Oh, my God. That's got to be – that's terrifying.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's two of the best pass rushing uh, linebackers in the game, and you've you got them on the same team. It's Correct. absolutely insane.
2: I mean, why don't they just call the Bears see if they can get a Khalil Mack while they're at it? Yeah,
1: I should have added Von Miller to the combo because he was the top ten linebacker this week. So you got three big time sack linebackers putting up top twenty numbers. Uh, Von Miller was in there as well, and Ryan Kerrigan, oddly enough. But as far as your tackle guys that also got it done, Zach Cunningham is getting consistent week in week out. Danny Trevathan, a little bit of a revival for him, uh, had a great game yesterday. Denzel Perryman, like we mentioned, also got it done for you with Levante David, and I'm calling out a little alert here. It's time to grab Raquan McMillan. He's strung, he has gotten better over the past three games. He started to put it together, and I kind of, that's why I called Kiko Alonzo as a down guy for this week, is because I'm slowly seeing Raquan McMillan get comfortable with his leg, get comfortable with with the scheme and the playbook, and it's starting to all come together for him. He had eight total tackles and a forced fumble yesterday. Raquan looked good. In the last
2: what, five weeks, two tackles, three tackles, four tackles, five tackles, seven tackles consecutively.
1: Slowly like, but surely. He, he's
2: he's picking up steam.
1: He's picking up steam, and he's looking pretty good. Just like Jayon Brown, uh, Tennessee linebacker. He's somebody you could add if you're – Needing a a little bit of help. He's rostered in a lot. I'd say he's rostered in probably 50% of leagues, but it's going to go up because he's starting to produce.
2: Three out of the last four weeks, over over, uh, 12.5 points. So definitely someone you want to have.
1: Definitely. Uh, So those are some of the top guys this week. Uh, Telvin Smith, just I keep talking about him. He's not near the top. He's he's getting it done for you. He's a 10-point guy, but he's not a 20-point guy anymore. In the
2: same way with Tremaine Edmonds, though. You know, not getting you the elite production you you wanted out of someone that you probably paid the price for. i mean, Tremaine Edwards You pick it up in a rookie draft, of course, but you know he's he still get, keeping you around the top ten on the year. You know, by keeping those ten to twelve point games going. True,
1: and much to your dismay, it looks like Quan Alexander tore his ACL yesterday. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> no, you didn't know that. No, I he's didn't. out. He's done. I didn't. I
2: thought some. I thought uh, Van Der Esch may have got hurt the – because uh, he put up nothing this week. Well,
1: Sean Lee came back and they they played him. Oh, well, so. that's a mistake. Yep. But Kwan Kwan does look like he's done for the season. I don't know if Kendall Beckwith is a designation from IR. I can't quite put that together in my head this morning. But if if uh, if he does come back, that is definitely your replacement. If, oh yes.
2: Yeah. So if Kendall Beckwith is able to come back from IR, absolute animal. He's he's going to. Just everything Juan Alexander was doing, Kendall Beckwith can do.
1: Yep. So uh if you need a replacement and if Kendall Beckwith is a designated to come back guy, I was actually surprised uh that he was placed on the IR because I didn't think I didn't think it was that bad, but if he does come back, that's the guy you want. Uh, let's transition on over to defensive backs. Sean Williams, one of the quietest studs of this season, uh IDP wise on defense. He was great. Yep. I mean this the Cincinnati uh defense back seem to always put put a safety in that top ten every week. Uh this week it's Sean Williams. Sean Williams. Nineteen point seven five points, twelve tackles, looking pretty good. Then you've got uh a lot of cornerbacks that are just one hit wonders this yeah. week. You no know, Michael Mitchell. Don't get too excited. Michael Mitchell comes off the street for Indy and, and puts up a seventeen and a half point game. Uh Demarius Randall is a very good player that's been playing well. And he's a top five defensive back this week, uh, along with his buddy Brian a Body, a Calhoun of Cleveland. Can't even pronounce his name, but he's a free agent in most formats. He's a guy you could add. The Battle of Ohio. Jesse Bates is there. Nothing but Ohio defensive backs. I was to say
2: so. We have uh, four, four in the top seven. seven, and it's none of the names you expected. Nope. <laughs>
1: you know. Nope. You don't get you don't get much name recognition until you get to the honey badger at number nine and Patrick Peterson at ten. Uh other you know, but you the guys that you trust, the Jamal Adams of the world, uh, TJ McDonald, Eric Reed, Jabril, not that Jabril's a big name, but those guys, Harrison Smith, still gave you double digit points. So I mean yeah. Buda Baker as well, he's in there. But so, the so to part, so to put
2: it in perspective, okay, as bad as we say linebackers are. Realizing that you can pick up half of these cornerbacks and safeties for a dollar. A dollar. All right. Legitimately, half of them are free agents. Yeah. And a 16-teamer with 30 roster spots and four um, four taxi squad and four IR, of course. Yep. Um, right now, the 27th, uh, excuse me, 28th, which would be Buda Baker. Anyhow, those guys would all perform top 11 tight ends. <laughs> That's how yeah. bad the tight end landscape is. Yep. You've got you know guys that only get any, t- any production on their uh, stat sheet if they have s- the ball thrown in their direction. Patrick Peterson. Nobody throws the ball towards Patrick Peterson. No. He, he would have been a top 10 tight end this week.
1: He would have. If only he played the position. But yeah. guys that hurt you, Rashad Jones kind of let me down, unfortunately. Denzel Ward, not a huge game. Uh, Eddie Jackson, not a huge game. And... That happens. It's the defensive back landscape. You're going to yeah. get studs. You're going to get duds. There's nobody. I don't. You know. I mean, Landon uh, Collins still has yet to play. We yeah. we got him tonight.
2: I mean, yeah, Budabaker. You know, he. You expect him to always be towards the top. Landon Collins. We'll see what he does. Yeah. Everyone has down weeks. You know, the great Adrian Peterson in his prime had down weeks. So let's let's just realize that every player at every position has the possibility to lay an egg, on you? Don't, don't be too upset. Don't go out and get crazy and sell on uh, any of these stud corners or, or
1: safeties. Definitely don't. And that's going to do it for the Monday recap. Going through the fantasy points, going through the fantasy guys. We'll be back with you uh, with a little more uh, of an episode with Knit back in the fold uh, here in a few days. So thanks for listening. Barks out. Good night.
0: This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening. And be sure to give us a review.